Blog Talk Radio. This is the EWN Radio. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third generation minister and business coach. Join Steve and his guests to get answers to your questions and help break through to the next level in your business. Hi, this is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. I just know it. I know you are thriving today. If you don't know it yet, you are. Um, It might be too early in the day for you, but regardless, I know that today is going to be a great day for you. So let's jump right into it. Let's talk about this evil word called food. Now, no matter who you are, no matter what you do for life in your living, in your day-to-day life, we have to eat, right? You know what I mean? You just can't get by very long without eating. Um, and the thing about it is, is is that for a lot of people, food may be the single most difficult part of every single solitary one of their days. Have you ever found yourself saying, oh, what are we going to eat today? Or I got to feed the kids. You know, I mean, there's even times when you're not hungry. And if you have children at home, they want to eat every day. I mean, come on, what's with that? Why couldn't they skip a day or two? You know, I mean, don't they know I've had a busy day? (laughs) Food is one of those kind of things that we have to have. But food is supposed to just be the fuel in our tank. It's supposed to be that thing, just like putting gas in our car, that gets us from point A to point B. It's not supposed to necessarily be the thing that we revolve our lives around. But, you know, some of you have heard my story, and so you know that I obviously had food as a much too important central component in my life in order to have gotten to the 450 that I was Um, at that one point. And although I am pleased to celebrate that I'm over 70 pounds down, lost some more weight when I went to the doctor at this last checkup, um, it's still a process and I still have to learn about food. So obviously I'm not an expert in food. So I brought in a good friend, Taryn Perry. She was actually recommended to me by Maxine, my virtual assistant. Thanks, Maxine. I appreciate that. Taryn is an expert in the field of lifestyle choices that both includes food as well as physical activity and the kind of things that you do. And so we want to talk a little bit today about whether or not perhaps the food you're eating is what's holding you back from living your best life and feeling real success. So join me in welcoming Taryn. Hi, Taryn. How are you today? I'm great, Steve. How are you? I'm doing so good. Thanks. Oh. I, you know, was telling you in the green room, you know, I just got done with our workout this morning and so I'm both happy and exhausted at the same time. <laughs> well, you know what, Steve? I am still trying to um regain composure here after hearing all of your success with your your very own journey. So, uh round of applause and congratulations to you because that's a lot of hard work and it's paying off. So, I I love hearing stuff like that. So, great job on you too. Well, thanks. Yeah, you know, I mean, the hardest part of the whole thing really was coming to the realization that it had taken me so many years to get to that place that it wasn't like you see on The Biggest Loser where, you know, you can go away for, you know, four or five months of TV time and uh, come back and you're going to be 200 pounds lighter like they do on TV. (laughs) Right. Right. It's not reality for a lot of people. Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about your background um, and what got you to this point in your life. Well, Steve, um, I'll start with really kind of how this all evolved for me um, because that really is the crux of um, of why I'm doing what I am today. I'm a mom of three. I'm actually expecting our fourth. Um, We have another girl due in November. So adding a little bit more fuel to the fire, of course, um, never a dull moment around the Perry household, to say the least. Um, I'm a level one CrossFit trainer at a fantastic gym here in Seattle, CrossFit Inner Bay. I'm also a fitness and nutrition trainer, and I'll explain and talk a little bit more about that. And as you alluded to, I'm a creator of the Lifestyle Transformation Program, and a lot of this came about from my own personal experiences and challenges that I had with food 
So this topic, when Maxine and you came to me and said, is this something that you would be interested to do, I just lit up, and it's all that I could think about. And really because when it started, um, that's really all I thought about was food. And it wasn't necessarily the healthy relationship with food. So I was really forced to change my relationship with food. And it was prompted after actually having my second, my son, um, who he's now seven. So I've really been in the thick of this journey for a good seven years. Um, But, you know, rewind to my teenage years and fitness has always been uh, a foundation of my upbringing. My, I was an athlete, uh, was a gymnast. I played sports in junior high and high school. Uh, my dad would take me to the gym with him, and that was kind of our thing to do together. Um, and those were really fond memories. And he knew how important it was to me, that physical aspect and learning about how fitness at such a young age can really start to set a foundation and an understanding of the importance of of working out and the relationship you have with that in your body. But as I grew older, I kind of started to dismiss the relationship that food had in that whole sphere of, um, because you can work out until you're blue in the face, but if you don't have your nutrition dialed in and focus on it, then your workouts are for wasted effort. And I know you can relate to that and probably agree with, with me on that. Right, Steve? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So it was really, as I said, my my son, um, after having him, you know, he was my my second. So I'd gone through a pregnancy and lost the weight one way. And so this was something that was different and intriguing to me that I needed to try and challenge myself on losing the baby weight because I had settled in about four or five months post uh, delivery. I had settled at just kind of a I call it a fat and frumpy mom weight. And I think other moms out there can relate. It's just when you just settle, nothing's moving anymore. You can't really diet because you're nursing. And I really don't believe in dieting, to be honest. Um, Changing your food and nutritional habits, absolutely. But dieting isn't necessarily in my vocabulary and what I really want to um, educate people on because I think it can have a really negative connotation. Uh, But I, uh, I... met with a girlfriend that I went to high school, dear friend Kate, and um, our kids were playing at the park, and she looked amazing. And she was a mom of two boys, was an athlete in high school and in college, of course, but she just looked great and seemed to have it all figured out. And I was like, what? And how are you doing this? So we got to talking, and she told me about this 90-day home workout program. And I'm sure many of your listeners have heard of P90X and seen the commercials and um, ads for them, but that was really what to this whole world of really ingraining myself and understanding it. And what that program did for me is help me change my relationship with food because I did have the fitness down and I enjoyed the fitness part. So that really came easy, but it was the food that I struggled with. I didn't think that I had to eat necessarily to thrive. You know, I I didn't feel that I had to eat eat to be energized, to keep my immune system up, to be able to manage being a mom of two kids and run a household and be a good wife and run a business. So that's really how this all started to come together. And it was, you know, seven years ago, almost really to the day. Um, And from there, it's just been a journey of education and experience and trial and error because there's just not a one-size-fits-all program that is suited for everybody. You just really have to find that interest and that motivation that's going to captivate you and really get you in it for the long haul. And, you know, once I understood what it was like to eat real food and ditch the processed food, the easy snack bars and, you know, the constant um, cleanses and stuff that, you know, is, is really easy to do because you see a result in five days. That's when my sustainable results happened. And, since then had had a third really healthy pregnancy and was able to lose the weight really easily. And now I'm in my fourth and I feel stronger and healthier and, you know, than maybe I did with my first, which, you know, I hate to admit it, but I'm about 11 years older, 10 years older than um, when I had my first. So. That's amazing. I'm, 
you know, I was so impressed. In fact, I was even telling you a minute ago, I I actually used the picture for the Facebook post today of you lifting weights. And it's not a little, I mean, it's not like you're just lifting the bar. You're lifting some weight there, <laughs> uh, you know, and you're obviously <laughs> pregnant in the picture. And I was like, that is impressive. We need to see, uh, you know, more of that. People that are living uh, normal lives that are then doing workout kind of things. I mean, you see some of the folks uh, that are experts in the training industry and they're so cut and so ripped and their lives seem so far distant from ours because, well, obviously they should be in that shape. You know, they get to work out for a full-time job and that's all they have to do. So, you know, why shouldn't they be in shape, you know? And, and, um, as a single parent that I was there for a while, I, I know how easy it is, uh, you know, to be at home taking care of kids and be like, you know, when would I have time to work out? You know, I mean, I'm lucky if, you know, if I get to eat three times a day with taking care of these kids. You know? So that was really impressive. I, I really uh, appreciated you sharing that picture on Facebook and thanks for letting me use it. I'm thrilled that you thought it was um, appealing to share. And, you know, I took a lot of pride in that. Um, actually, the, the picture that you shared was um, a CrossFit competition within our gym, um, CrossFit Interbay. We do a, um, I don't know if you've heard of Apple Cup, but it is our local high, uh, colleges, uh, University of Washington and Washington State. Those are big rival schools here. And so every mm-hmm. November is Apple Cup. And so we always do a, a apple cup throwdown, and that was actually right um, when I was about seven months pregnant. And I, being the competitive type, could not miss out. And so I, of course, had to modify uh, a lot of the movements. But I was not going to miss out on the opportunity to be a part of something as fun and cool um, and knowing that I could. And I think that's the biggest misconception of a lot of pregnant people and, you know, assuming that they are relatively healthy they can still move. And a lot of them, including myself in my first pregnancy, I use it as an excuse not to work out. And it was easy to do. And, you know, of course, I gained about 40 some pounds and was really fluffy and not energized and didn't feel as great as I do with these last two. Um, But I want to inspire women, either pregnant mom, uh, new moms, uh, newly pregnant or postpartum to, to empower themselves that you can do this. And so through my third pregnancy, I, I uh, tracked my uh, whole workout regimen, and I'm doing the same through this fourth one as well because I want people to see that, hey, you know, I've got a lot going on, but I always find time for that workout, and I always find time to keep myself nourished because it's important, and it's easy to do once you get the lifestyle down and you are willing to commit to it. And, you know, as we were talking before the show is, you really have to be willing to embrace the lifestyle, right? Because it's not just, uh, oh, someone says I need to do it. You actually have to embrace it because it's a lot of hard work and you are the only one that can do it. And you know that firsthand by what you're going through right now, right, Steve? Oh, absolutely. It's one of those kind of things where every day you wake up and you have to begin to create things in your life that encourage you to do the workout, to move as opposed to sit. You know, I mean, with a job like what I've got, it, you know, sitting is is a huge part of it. You know, there's a lot of it you can't do standing. And so you have to learn how to be able to take breaks, get up, walk around, do a couple of squats, do some lunges, um, you know, and, and then plan ahead food-wise so that when it comes time to eat, it's like, well, I'm starving now. Um, what can I drive out and go grab real quick? And, you, you know, I mean, it'd be great if there was a fast food restaurant that served, um, you know, really healthy, well-balanced, lean meats and a vegetable. Wouldn't that be great? Um, but uh, thus far, I haven't found any of those. Even the ones that say they're nutritious tend to not be so, you know. We serve really healthy vegetables fried up in greasy oil. <laughs> oh, I know, but... I think all too often we fall victim to the fancy marketing of these fast food restaurants that their food is healthy and it's low in fat or low in sugar and they, the industry is seeing the shift that needs to happen in our society. But now they're placating on those that aren't aware of what proper nutrition is and that's real food. And sadly, 
you know, they have manipulated and, you know, become the expert in how to have quick processed food that looks healthy. And a lot of us fall victim to that. Like, oh, well, it says it's healthy. It says it's non-fat, sugar-free, you know, this, that, or the other. But then you go and look at the ingredients and truly dig in a little bit and peel back that onion and go, oh, it's not. And so these fast food restaurants, which you said my favorite word, phrase actually is you have to plan ahead and I think Mm. that we get uh we get that stripped from us or that kind of hall pass if you will from some of these so-called healthy companies um that when we don't plan ahead oh well this bar's healthy until you read the label Mm. (laughs) right yeah really Well, let's dig a little deeper after the break into uh, good nutrition, what's so tough about the good nutrition and those kind of things. We're going to take a little break here, and then we will be right back. Are you an entrepreneur, coach, or consultant who is tired of constantly searching for the next client? Are you ready to get your expertise out of your head, into the world, and packaged into a profitable online course that delivers a steady stream of your perfect ideal clients to your door and a steady, predictable source of revenue. Hi, this is Janine Blackwell, creator of Create Six Figure Courses Virtual Bootcamp, and I've created my own seven-figure courses, and I've walked hundreds of experts like you through the step-by-step of creating and launching a profitable online course. I'd like to invite you to a free online training I'm hosting for you called The Seven Steps to Creating and Launching Your Profitable Online Course. I'm going to show you exactly how to create your course, market your course, and automate delivery of it so you can get your course up and running fast and have it work for you 24-7. You can grab your spot for this free training at www.createmyonlinecourse.com. So join me at www.createmyonlinecourse.com. Are you ready to be a celebrity expert in your field? Are you your own best-kept secret? Do you have talents you want to share with the world? Are you ready to be seen as an authority? Do you have a message you need to share with the world? You know to your core you can help people. If you could just reach them, Kathy and I want to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. Are you ready for this? How would you like to be recognized on top media outlets? What would becoming an Amazon bestseller do for your business? How many people could you inspire? And it doesn't take a lifetime. It doesn't take years. It doesn't take months. In fact, in just 60 minutes, you will become a celebrity expert in your field. In 30 days, you will be a best-selling author, and you will be seen on NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, Fox, and the Wall Street Journal. How does this work? Will you be interviewed on our show, Thriving Entrepreneur, which will then be broadcast on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, and many others, as well as promoted to a network that has a database of over 500,000 people. Your expert interview will be published in your very own book, which is guaranteed to hit best-selling author status on Amazon. Your name and the book title will appear in major media outlets, including ABC, NBC, Fox, CNN. We can guarantee that. Plus, as a bonus, you'll get a custom social media package to promote your book and an MP3 of your interview with five key tips on how you can repurpose the content for marketing and sales. Don't be the best-kept secret. Get ready to play an A game and be the authority in your field. Go to wehelpyouthrive.com and click on the authority package to get yours today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. Hi, this is Steve, and I'm here with Taryn Perry, and we are talking about the food that we eat. Is the food you're eating holding you back from success, from success in your life, from success in your business? We were talking just before the break about the, um, you know, the scam that is 
quote unquote fast food and and the new one now is you know healthy nutritious options that you can get at restaurants and and uh how really we're being more sold on uh things that are fast and easy for us rather than we're actually getting food that's good for us so let's jump right back into that here and let's talk about um some of those kind of things um and, let me ask you the question. Have you actually found a restaurant that a person can go to um, that isn't, you know, an hour or two commitment in your life that, you know, that serves healthy, nutritious food? Is actually. I mean, most any reputable restaurant, as long as it's not one of those, you know, kind of small, hole-in-the-wall, quick, turn-and-burn restaurants, which I think we all probably know what those are, Um you know, if they are a reputable restaurant and they're generally locally owned and there's a lot of them here in Seattle, I mean, I think that's one of the really great um, benefits we have being here in the Pacific Northwest, um, especially, if, you know, me being in Seattle. There's a great number of restaurants that do serve and actually their food is legitimately healthy. Um, they do have options on the menu that are not, but we as a consumer need to take responsibility of our choices. And, you know, I, I work with a lot of clients, in fact, that travel for a living. They travel for their uh, careers. And that's a really hot topic because some of them do entertain and they have to be out of these restaurants. And that's just the nature of their business. And so that's something we have to embrace um, if that's our lifestyle. And the fact that we are a social we're social human beings. You know, our society is driven um, around food and beverages in a social setting. So if we are living in that, in that life and do like to go out and eat and do like to go to parties, um, you know, we have to be responsible for the decisions we make and we have to ask questions. You know, we'll never know truly what it means on the menu when it says, chicken and vegetables and or you know this is our pacific northwest favorite vegan um you know blah 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 questions because it's amazing and it all comes back to marketing it's amazing the words that these people um you know the owners of the restaurant or even just the the big box retailers um you know these these huge companies that own um a lot of our our food sources um, what they can say to make us think that this choice is healthy. And that goes with a lot of um, items in the grocery store that we typically see that are on the end caps and, you know, in flashing lights and healthy this and organic that and, you know, that kind of stuff. But when it comes to a sit-down restaurant, you know, when you can ask questions and your server is knowledgeable, which, you know, it's hit or miss, if, especially if they're new, they might not know all the information, but we have to ask the questions. You know, especially if it's a, a dish that looks relatively healthy, I've always, myself personally, I have no problem with it. And it took a little bit of time and a couple times doing it. Um, I ask questions. You know, what's your chicken grilled in or what's it sauteed in, um, especially with vegetables? You know, they might say steamed vegetables, um, but what they dismiss is that they're generally um, loaded with butter or oil, or they're seasoned with a lot of salt. And so there's a high amount of sodium in every meal that's put on the table, unless you ask otherwise. Um, because again, these reputable restaurants, they generally make it, they cook it to order. So you have that flexibility to actually ask and, and request certain things. So it's not that hard to find that, and it often takes a little bit of research to, you know, to, to source that, especially if you're going to a restaurant that you're not familiar with or maybe is in a market that um, you're not, you don't frequent often. Um, and this is more for those that travel for a living, for instance. Um, you know, they go down to um, Southern California or they go into, um, you know, the Midwest or, or somewhere that is outside of their comfort zone. They don't necessarily know what they're walking into, but most restaurants do share their information online. So I always encourage my clients to do travel or even just do enjoy going out to dinner. You know, they'll ask me, hey, Taryn, what are your favorite restaurants to go to in Seattle? Well, you know, now almost being a family of four, our, our meals out are limited. We have a little local restaurant called Serendipity in our neighborhood, and um, they know me by now. And I have a couple custom mm -hmm. meals that they uh, know that I will order often because I know it's in them. 
I know how they're made and um, it's healthy. And I don't feel like I went out to dinner and totally threw my uh, lifestyle food choices by the wayside. So, you know, we have to, we have to take ownership and we have to be the ones to research and ask the questions. That's what it comes down to. Oh, you know, it's so amazing to me just how tough good nutrition really is. Um, I, I, I was talking with my mom the other day about it, and mom, you're probably listening or will be at some point, so hi. Um, <laughs> haven't ever done that before, but I know she listens. Um, and, uh, yes. you know, hi, she was saying, um, you know, we were talking, she's like, well, you know, I did a really good job as a mom, didn't I? I didn't really treat you. And I, and I had to explain to her, it's like, no, mom, it wasn't anything about what you did. You know, we were very, very poor growing up. And uh, my mom did an amazing job of putting food on the table when, quite frankly, looking back, I don't know how she did it. You know, I mean, if you told me she had a magic wand and created something out of nothing, I would believe it, you know. Um, But in doing that, there are extreme limits in what we learned how to eat. What we learned how to eat was you eat what's set before you. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's healthy or it is the worst food you could put in your body. You need to be grateful that you got food today, (laughs) you know. Um, And, uh, you know, like you said, to her credit, she did a great job of feeding us three meals a day every day, regardless of what the pantry looked like. But I didn't grow up learning anything about nutrition. And and I've realized just how tough tough good nutrition really is so what what is good nutrition i mean what what should we be eating well you bring up a really good point um especially when it comes to family dynamics and the um the learned behavior because it is such a learned behavior growing up and you know a shout out to my mom as well as i know she'll be she'll be tuning in um as well so both of our moms might be high-fiving each other um knowing job well done (laughs) But, you know, they, they did the best that they, they knew how. And, you know, they put food on the table, and that was most important, is I've got to put nourishment on the table for my family. And that's such a priority for parents. And, of course, no parent is really putting food on the table knowing that it's going to be, you know, a bad decision for their children. You know, like, I'm going to put this toxic, fake food on my table for my kids because I know it's not going to be good for them. You know, a parent in their right mind does not think like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it is, it is really challenging to, um, to know what's, what to put on the table. And it, it does become a learned behavior. You know, my, my nutrition practices evolved from what I knew growing up as a kid. But we didn't necessarily sit down and have a conversation about what we were eating and why. And I feel like I do that now, and, and more and more families are doing that as kind of a dinner conversation And I don't know if it's because I'm in the industry and I'm in the thick of it, but I think we have to backpedal now. We're all backpedaling and trying to unravel everything that has built up and been compounded to where we're at today and how overweight we are, how unhealthy we are, how sick we are, because, you know, and not wanting to go down this road too deep, but because of what the information is fed to us. You know, the information that we see on the shelves in our grocery store, our trusted grocery stores, on the commercials and the television, you know, what the the government wants us to think is healthy, right? And, you know, those things that are put in front of us on a regular basis, if we aren't conditioned to actually stop and think for ourselves for a minute, then we wouldn't know otherwise. So we are now having to unravel a little bit of that. And so educating our kids is so critical right now because I think that they need to know why they're eating the food that they are, you know, and and I've, I trusted my, my parents when they put food on the table and we always did have a good meal. You know, we didn't eat a lot of fried foods. We didn't eat out a lot. You know, we would have pizza like every Friday and we had treat night on the weekend. And, you know, those are behaviors that I still like to have within our family dynamics. Um, which I think is really, really important, and, and people don't don't believe. It's probably the one question I get a lot, Steve, is do you guys eat pizza or ice cream or do you drink wine or chocolate? I mean, you know, those are really real questions I get, and the the message has to be you have to create a lifestyle around this, and once you become aware of your food choices and become educated yourself, 
because our children are so impressionable right now. My oldest is nine, and she is smart as a whip. And I realized at a very, very young age that she modeled and really started to um, gr- and grab on to everything that I was doing. You know, she would see me work out. She would see the food that I put in front of her and that I would eat myself. Um, you know, <laughs> back then I would make for my husband and I, when she was the only child, a beautiful plate of salmon and asparagus. Then she would have these disgusting wieners out of a jar, a Gruber jar. Mm. I'm sure some of the moms can probably shake their head. Um, but that's what I fed her because I didn't really know any better um, because I didn't take the time to educate myself. Um, and so that's, that's really our responsibility as a parent is to know and have the knowledge behind the food we put in front of our children because it is such a learned behavior right now. You know, you see a lot of these older children that are having to go on uh, food programs and these concentrated uh, regimens because they are overweight and it's because they don't know any different and, and their parents maybe didn't know any different. But now we have the opportunity to be more aware of it. And, you know, again, I, I, anytime I get an opportunity to share my message and share how important it is to just think about the little things. And that's really what I, I stress the most is just to think, slow down and actually think and be mindful of the decisions that we make in anything. If it's working out, if it's being at the grocery store, um, if it's something we say, you know, think about it before we say it, of course. You know, I think our parents probably said that a time or two to us. Um, but be more mindful. And then you start to become more aware. You become aware of the food, that how it makes it affects your body, how it affects your sleep habits, your children's behavior. I mean, even just watching your kids behave after you they eat something super nutritious and nutrient dense and then if you go and maybe go out to eat and have a hamburger and french fries and polish it off with an ice cream sundae you can immediately <laughs> tell the difference so it's it's fascinating if you actually are mindful and aware of how that affects them and us oh yeah i mean kathy and i were talking the other day about the misnomer that we taught our children because we didn't know any better um, you know, and our youngest is now 16, um, of the concept of what we used to call kid food. Mom and dad would go out on date day. We'd go out and have something that, you know, we couldn't have during the regular week. And the kids would have kid foods, you know, chicken nuggets and fries. You know, I mean, they'd make them from home, you know, or homemade pizzas or those kind of things or macaroni and cheese. You know, uh, I, the list goes on of all kinds of deliciously sounding food that is not good for you, folks. I'm just telling you. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, so I want to talk, I want to I want to take a little bit of a turn here after we do this break and talk a little bit about how that affects our lives. Um, but but I did, you know, I do really want to challenge people that we should think about those labels we put on food, especially to our children. You know, what is kid food? Is this food that's, uh, you know, things that kids are allowed to eat, but as adults, we're not, you know, and, and why is that? And think about that one just a little bit while we do this commercial break, and then we will be right back. This is the EWN Radio Network. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. One of my mottos for business owners is, you can't do it alone. Whether you're in the startup stage of your business or you're scaling, you can't grow without relationships to provide support, wisdom, and new customers eWomen Network is your home to connect with other women entrepreneurs who have been where you are or are experiencing the same challenges. We have chapters across the U.S. and Canada that have monthly events featuring our trademarked process called Accelerated Networking to ensure you get the contacts, resources, and leads you need to grow your business. And once you become a member, you get many benefits, including two one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited access to our membership database, your own personal profile page, and discounts on products and services with our business partners, such as UPS and American Express Open. Join the eWomen Network community and let us help you live your dream. For details, visit eWomenNetwork.com. Are you ready to be a celebrity expert in your field? Are you your own best-kept secret? Do you have talents you want to share with the world? Are you ready to be seen as an authority? 
Do you have a message you need to share with the world? You know to your core you can help people. If you could just reach them, Kathy and I want to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. Are you ready for this? How would you like to be recognized on top media outlets? What would becoming an Amazon bestseller do for your business? How many people could you inspire? And it doesn't take a lifetime. It doesn't take years. It doesn't take months. In fact, in just 60 minutes, you will become a celebrity expert in your field. In 30 days, you will be a best-selling author, and you will be seen on NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, Fox, and the Wall Street Journal. How does this work? Will you be interviewed on our show, Thriving Entrepreneur, which will then be broadcast on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, and many others, as well as promoted to a network that has a database of over 500,000 people. Your expert interview will be published in your very own book, which is guaranteed to hit best-selling author status on Amazon. Your name and the book title will appear in major media outlets, including ABC, NBC, Fox, CNN. We can guarantee that. Plus, as a bonus, you'll get a custom social media package to promote your book and an MP3 of your interview with five key tips on how you can repurpose the content for marketing and sales. Don't be the best kept secret. Get ready to play an A game and be the authority in your field. Go to wehelpyouthrive.com and click on the authority package to get yours today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve, and you are listening to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thank you for joining in today. We are talking about is food holding you back from success? And I'm so glad that Tara and Perry is here today with me to help with this, because obviously, um, although I'm learning, I'm not an expert in this field. So, Tara, I really appreciate you uh, giving us the insight. We could go on for hours and hours about um, the words that we use for food and, and the things that we're teaching ourselves and our children. But I'd like to to take a little bit of a turn here and talk about how that the things that we say and the definitions that we give to the food, how they affect us in our business and in our success in life. Um, can you talk a little bit about what our thoughts regarding food do to us and, and how it affects our success? Absolutely. You know, food can be completely mind-numbing and all-too-consuming in our day-to-day. I mean, I was in that position. And, you know, even through this uh, journey that I went on myself, I felt like I was always thinking about food and obsessing over it. And when am I going to eat next? Or what am I going to eat next? Oh, my gosh. Okay, has it been an hour and a half? Because that means in half an hour I can eat again. You know, we start thinking too much about it instead of actually trusting our bodies to let us know when we actually need to re-nourish ourselves. So we have to get out of that obsessive state of eating and not only eating too much because our portions are way out of control these days, um, but also eating on such a calculated time frame. We don't have to eat every two, three hours. The general population does not need to eat that much. But that's what we've been conditioned to to eat because the moment we get a stomach growling or, um, you know, just our mental clock goes off and says, well, it's been two hours. I should go have a snack um, without actually assessing our body to say, Sir, are we really hungry? Do you really need something right now? Like, do you feel like you're faint? Do you feel dizzy? Do you feel like you just want to put your head on the table and take a nap? And are you having you know, a headache or is your stomach really starting to tighten up and, and that true hunger state. And we've all know what that is. And it generally doesn't happen within two hours. And, and it shouldn't if you're eating nutrient dense food. So when we obsess over that, it can affect so much. Um, but also, when we don't eat the right food, it can affect so much too. So we 
get hungry in a two to three hour period when we're eating those processed food and snack bars on a regular basis instead of actually having something nutrient dense. You know, starting out the day with a nutrient dense meal, um, you know, I, I still do think breakfast is one of the most important meals of the day. You know, my mom told me that, and that's always been something that I've never skipped. And some people do better. You know, again, this is not a one-size-fits-all thing, but, um, you know, from my personal experience and um, seeing transitions from my clients, breakfast is really critical for them because when we eat nutrient-dense food, whether it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner, um, or even a snack for that matter, we're actually setting the tone for our day. So if you are an entrepreneur or you do have those 40 to 50-hour work weeks, how can we expect to show up every day with a clear mind, with great motivation and drive and determination if we're just walking out the door with a cup of coffee or maybe stopping at Starbucks and getting a highly caffeinated and highly sugared up drink, and that's our breakfast? You know, just think about what that's doing to your brain and to your body without having anything nutrient-dense, you know, without having maybe um, an veggie omelet, you know, is loaded with protein and you're going to get your carbohydrate, your energy when you add vegetables to it. And then maybe you have an avocado on the side. So you've got that well-balanced of your protein, your essential fats, and you also have your carbohydrates that are coming from vegetables. We think we have to gain our carbohydrate intake from grains, you know, from bread, from pasta. Well, I have to get my carbs in, so I'm going to go carb load and eat a bunch of bread you know, or pasta, and we don't need to do that. So by eating better and by, by thinking through uh, what we're going to consume on a day-to-day can make such an impact on our productivity, um, on our willingness to show up and actually perform at work. And especially if you work for, your, for yourself, if you work from home, gosh, you need every little ounce of energy that you can to be motivated to get those tasks done so you can be that thriving entrepreneur from home. Add on to that, having a poor diet or poor nutritional habits, then, you know, you can probably expect that you're going to procrastinate and you're going to find other things to distract you. And then you're going to, you know, work your way back to the pantry and start pulling snacks out and you just repeat that cycle. So when we do eat these nutrient-dense foods, um, employers will find that you actually have less sick days. Your immunity is stronger because you're, you're nourishing it properly. I think that's a big thing that a lot of people forget is that food really can be our medicine instead of relying on those over-the-counter things that are going to mask our symptoms or maybe aid them, um, that food can actually take care of that. And I, I really truly have seen it not only in my family but also in clients in how their health has transitioned And they're not sick as often because they're eating better foods. They're not having the sodas. They're not having the coffees with extra sugar and or the frappuccinos or, you know, those really thick drinks um, or, you know, processed foods. Or they're not going out to happy hour and having fried foods as often anymore. And they're feeling a lot better. So it really does become the hub of how we can thrive as a, a career or business owner. We talked about in times past about being your own cheerleader, especially as a solopreneur working from home, different things like that, that you've got to cheer for yourself because there's nobody else around. You've got to reward and award yourself for things like that. And some of the the easiest things you can do on a day-to-day basis is to give yourself things food-wise, that are going to give you energy as opposed to an afternoon like. Eat a lunch that's going to be light and fit and healthy, not because of necessarily a weight loss regimen, um, because I'm not real thrilled about that word. I don't, you know, if you lose the weight, what happens if you find it? You know what I mean? Um, But (laughs) more from the standpoint of, uh, uh, you know, from – giving yourself energy to make it through that afternoon uh, lull that most uh, you know, most people deal with. Um, you know, if you can feed yourself in such a way so that you feel energized during the afternoon, then your afternoons are productive. And there's a lot of those kind of things. 
And again, we could spend a whole nother hour just talking just about all the different things that you can affect your business by eating different types of foods or the right kinds of foods to fuel yourself. Because in the end, remember, it's just like putting gas in your car. Um, the food that we eat is just simply the fuel to get you from point A to point B. And in your daily work day, that's from, you know, the start of your work day to the end of your work day without having to have to pull off to the side of the road and refuel because you didn't put the right kind of fuel in the tank to begin with. Um, Taryn, I'm sure by this point, there are some people out there that would love to know what more could they do with you? How could they have you help them get a handle on nutrition or work out while they're pregnant or things like that? How would a person get in contact with you to do more work with you? Well, they could visit my website, which is choosetobefit.com, and that's the number two, uh, choose to be fit, or, of course, taryn.perry.com. T-A-R-Y-N, Perry, P-E-R-R-Y.com. Um, it's also on the Facebook information as well. But I work uh, in a couple ways. I do one-on-one programs um, with people that are local and also that are across the country. Uh, you know, with technology these days, there's a lot of amazing things that we can do um, with one another. So when I work one-on-one, I really – start to understand the history and the goals of the client and what they want to accomplish because they're different from the next person. So it's really more of an intimate and personal experience for me to personally hold their hand and work with you to truly get to the core of the result. And, you know, we don't really necessarily use the word diet and like you said, weight loss, because it can be kind of a scary or intimidating or just mundane word these days. You know, it doesn't have a meaning anymore. So we kind of put the meaning and the purpose back into making lifestyle decisions. And so my one-on-one programs are really, are more regimented. Uh, We talk about uh, foods and the elimination of certain culprits in our diets, um, those that might be holding us back from certain things, um, might make you a little more aware of the fact you're not sleeping well. You might not know a lot of, about these things without removing certain aspects from your, your day-to-day regimen. So we really, like I say, peel it back. We peel back the onion um, and, and really dive in. So that's kind of more the one-on-one approach. And you can learn more about it when you go on my website and under the tab, um, Work With Me, there is more information on the one-on-one lifestyle course. Um, course excuse me. I also have a 30-day Um, group coaching format. And really what that is, is just talking about the general foundation of eating real food. We don't go into uh, eliminations, but more about replacing current choices with better habits. Um, You know, really creating a lifestyle of change in 30 days. You know, they say it it takes 21 days to create a habit. Um, But I feel like once you get beyond that 21 days, it's now about maintaining a lifestyle. So my 30-day program is available as well. That's a course that I'm involved in with you um, and can kind of be, um, you know, more on your time and isn't necessarily um, calculated on that. And I also have a 10-day program that I'm really excited about that's coming out as well. And, you know, just really kind of that kickstart that people have um, just really need a boost on or just a refresher. I think everybody needs a refresher every once in a while. Um, so those are really the three things that uh, to work with me personally. Um, otherwise, I'm always prom- uh, putting out workouts on my Instagram, which is just Taryn Perry. Um, you can see what I'm doing now, almost 17 weeks pregnant, still working out, and I will track that progress all the way up until I deliver, which I did with my third pregnancy as well. Um, but I also have a lot of resources on my website and have to do a 30-minute consultation with anyone that uh, hops on my website and uh, downloads my ebook that is going to give them a ton of content, uh, really great information that was valuable to me when I started out on my own journey, truly diving in as a mom uh, about seven years ago now. So that's choosetobefit.com, and it's the number two, not T-O, choosetobefit.com. 
You go there. She's even got free stuff yeah. for you. I love it because the people come and they're like, here, just go there and get this free ebook, and I'll walk you through it. And then, then we can go further from that. But, you know, start off the conversation. Um, Taryn can obviously help you exactly. really get a handle on uh, both your food as well as, um, you know, the ability to, to do some working out. Uh, when we uh, feel like we have an excuse. You know, we were talking before we started the show. Yes, if you have a medical thing that the doctor says don't do such and such, we're not going to push you to do something like that. But a lot of times the the reason we can't that we give ourselves has nothing to do with whether or not we can or we can't. It just seems like a really sexy excuse. <laughs> so she can help you with those too. Um We've got just a couple of minutes here. I'd like to leave people with something that they could do today, something that could impact their life and their business right now today. Taryn, what's the number one thing that a person could do right now today to to be eating better, to, to take better care of themselves? One thing. Gosh, now I'm going to have to combine my five things I was um, I had in mind, but one thing that we really have about could two be and a half minutes, so you can do all five. <laughs> I, all right, I could be quick. I could be quick. Um and I'll highlight what I think the one thing is that you can really start. But really you gotta plan ahead. You know, we talked about at the beginning, planning ahead can be the biggest obstacle. And if you don't allow yourself to do that and give yourself the time, you're only just your worst enemy at that point. Um number two, purge your kitchen. That's going to be your biggest roadblock is if you don't go through and clean out all the junk, you have to get rid of the junk. That's kind of the purging process. And then step three is our replenishment process. So we go through and we actually go to the grocery store plan of what we're going to replenish our pantry and our refrigerator with, right? So after we grocery shop, then we have to food prep. You have all these colorful nutrient dense foods that you've brought home into your kitchen and now it's time to do something with them and make it easy, you know, so you don't have to think. Cut up those vegetables. Maybe grill the chicken ahead of time. Uh, make a big pot of quinoa so you can have it for breakfast or you can add it to a salad or you can have it as a side at dinner. Um, and then lastly, something that I think is really important is setting small goals, uh, weekly goals, just something that you can start with. It could be as simple as I'm going to drink more water today, this week. My goal is to drink three bottles of water every single day, you know, and then the next week you continue with that and you add one more thing. So those are really the five things that I think can be really instrumental in helping you start, and you can do it today. It doesn't take that much more, um, you know, because you can go, you start sitting down and figuring out what you're going to eat for the next few days, but you got to purge and get rid of all the junk that has been, you know, the roadblock for you. And then, you know, going grocery shopping, you've got to plan ahead on when that's going to be most suitable for your schedule. And sometimes that's Sundays for people. Um, so knowing what that looks like for you and then prepping, doing the food, pe- the food prep, and then setting those small goals. Those are just, you know, five little things that you can do and start today that are just going to help you feel more organized and, and really start to help you um, see and and path and make a create a better path for some um, long term and sustainable lifestyle changes. So those five things were, <laughs> yeah, that was. So it was plan, plan what you're gonna have a plan, plan ahead for your food. Um, purge your mm-hmm. your oh, have a plan. Purge your 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 house of all of those things that you you've planned not to eat. You know, so like in my case, soda. You know, I mean, I just the way to do it is to not have it. You know, I mean, if there's not a two liter bottle of Mountain Dew in the refrigerator to go and fill up your cup with, it makes it a lot easier to not drink the Mountain Dew. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, purge is huge. Shopping right. You know, I mean, to shop. Uh, having the plan of what you're going to eat, and then just go and just get those foods. So impactful. Um, Prep your food. Kathy and I have to pre-prep. I I love the grill. I like to grill like steak and chicken and sometimes fish, uh, definitely vegetables, um, and just have them all ready for, for the whole week so that you're all set up. 
Um, and, mm-hmm. and then when you come to the refrigerator, it's just a matter of, oh, well, I've got this, you know, I've got chicken and, and this and, 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 and yay, you know, it's what, which of these things do I get to eat rather than, oh, my gosh, what am I going to eat? Um, and uh, I like the, the set small goals. Um, and, and I would encourage most people, don't have that goal be a weight goal. Um, stay away from the scale. Maybe weigh yourself once a month or something like that if you really need to know that number. But for most people, I found that actually the scale ends up demotivating them rather than motivating them. I've seen so much in our NN90 group that people will be like, I was doing so good this week, and then I weighed myself, and I haven't lost anything. And it's like, well, yeah, but, you know, you couldn't walk – up the stairs and now you're doing three three four times up and down the stairs i mean that's a huge improvement so darren uh i, I wish we could talk for Absolutely. about another five hours <laughs> because there's so much more <laughs> that i'd love to cover in here but uh we will have to have you on and, and talk some more about our food i really really appreciate you taking the time out of your day today to to talk with us oh steve well thank you i'm i'm honored that uh you- you guys invited me, and I appreciate uh, I appreciate everything. So thank you so much to you and, and Maxine and Kathy as well for inviting me on the show. Absolutely. Well, we are at the end of another hour, and we are so glad that you chose to take today to find out with us how food might be holding you back in some ways that you can change your life. I'd also like to announce that I'm happy that our show has been picked up by the Speak Up Talk Radio Network, as well as being, of course, on the EWN Radio Network. We're so proud of all the different places that you can find our show at, and we hope that you will continue to join us next week. The director, the founder of eWomen Network, Sandra Yancey herself, is actually going to be on the show. She's going to share some insights on how you can really just take your business to the next level with us. Until then, remember that you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose. The world needs you. Live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. Are you ready to be a celebrity expert in your field? Are you your own best-kept secret? Do you have talents you want to share with the world? Are you ready to be seen as an authority? Do you have a message you need to share with the world? You know to your core you can help people. If you could just reach them, Kathy and I want to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. Are you ready for this? How would you like to be recognized on top media outlets? What would becoming an Amazon bestseller do for your business? How many people could you inspire? And it doesn't take a lifetime. It doesn't take years. It doesn't take months. In fact, in just 60 minutes, you will become a celebrity expert in your field. In 30 days, you will be a bestseller selling author and you will be seen on NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, Fox and the Wall Street Journal. How does this work? Will you be interviewed on our show Thriving Entrepreneur, which will then be broadcast on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher and many others, as well as promoted to a network that has a database of over 500,000 people. Your expert interview will be published in your very own book, which is guaranteed to hit best-selling author status on Amazon. Your name and the book title will appear in major media outlets, including ABC, NBC, Fox, CNN. We can guarantee that. Plus, as a bonus, you'll get a custom social media package to promote your book and an MP3 of your interview with five key tips on how you can repurpose the content for marketing and sales. Don't be the best kept secret. Get ready to play an A game and be 
the authority in your field. Go to WeHelpYouThrive.com and click on the authority package to get yours today. So I think we may have just gotten cut off. Yeah, I think so. 